This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. I would love this. A private investigator to follow Cynthia around. I think I'd be a great private investigator. I'm sure you would. No, you have I'm no know idea how to do anything technologically. I'm going to know every woman in and out of that apartment. I'm going to know every dog Your plan dog is to thing. creepily sit in the lobby of his building. <laughs> yes. I'll interview neighbors. Excuse me. I'll know everything. You'd be arrested in two days. No way. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Oh, and here it is. <laughs> On 98.7 ESPN. Oh, look at you, Raymond. You're so good. You know what this is? You see what I have to deal with? Do you know who this is? You see what I have to no, deal with? No, you don't. Tell me who it is. I don't know who it is. Hall and Oates. I knew it was Hall and Oates. Here you go. Um, you hear what I'm dealing with? I'm trying what? to do these these very important 60-second reads and this animal making noises behind me. Isn't it amazing, RJ? Because what did you do? You are trying to eat your egg bites. No, it wasn't. I, I heard you start and I just wanted to make a noise. That nothing to do with That's the egg bites. That's even worse. Yeah, I was, I was distracting you. Do you know why I was distracting him, RJ? Because when I started my read and he got up to leave, what did he do? He turned my microphone off. Did you know that? But a lovable loo- a Allegedly. Not Allegedly. A, not a le- it's amazing. Allegedly. He's always the victim, isn't he? Allegedly. There's no proof of that. There's if no you Oh, and here it is. <laughs> <laughs> I thought something happened. <laughs> I was distracting him. Yeah, as he as he ate each egg bite without taking an actual bite of him, just right there's, gone. There's like, little, like, the, they, like the snake that swallows the egg, right? Gone. I don't know. I what I don't understand is they're egg bites. Like it was a mental. They're egg. They're little. That doesn't mean you eat them in an non- entire bite. <laughs> I don't have time. You don't have time. They're almost non-caloric egg bites. They're egg whites. <laughs> what is so wrong with just inhaling yeah, these you babies? Chew it. You're revealing a lot Not right now. Not treated very kindly. This portion of the show, <laughs> driven by the All-American Snort Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast. Huge your jaw locations. I'm reading in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. You're right there? I'm good. He's gyrating. Yeah. You make me worried. Stop. Nothing to worry about. All right, good. Uh, Knicks last night, nothing to worry about at all. Down by three at the half. Easy peasy second half. No stress, no moss, no foss. I mean, Hart was excellent. Brunson excellent, and and like I said, first time they beat, first time they beat the Nets since pre-pandemic, January of 2020. Right. I mean, first half not great. I mean, listen. I mean, the Nets, both teams played defense. I mean, they were both playing defense, but the Nets just they had a good first half. I mean, they hit 56 percent of their threes. They had a good first half. Second half, completely different story. Brunson comes out in the third quarter, drops 17, and the Nets struggled. In the second half. Well, they took some weird shots, they too. They scored 45 points in the second half. Dinwiddie, he's just, he'll shoot. He, there's no shot well, that he he's met to, that he, he doesn't he, want. Well, he kept trying to draw fouls, and they weren't calling the fouls. So he's just taking just, so just, keep, just bad just keep, shots. Just keep doing that? The problem with the Nets is they don't have that one guy. Well, they had two of those guys. Now they don't have any of those guys. But, but they, they have, had, I mean, had they, three at a time. They're still trying to figure it out. I mean, they have so it's many different pieces now. They're trying to find, you know, what lineup's going to work. Ben Simmons, can we even play him? I think the upside of, of the Nets is? Um... That's a good question. All right, let me let me ask you this: Do you think? Because I have the standings in front of me. Do you think the? I think they fall out of the out of the top five. six. You, so you think that they're playing now? Oh, do you think they're better than Miami? 
Well, do I think they're better? No, but they're two games in the lost column ahead of Miami, and they're okay. three games in the lost column ahead of the Knicks. So do I think they're better? No, but that two, three games matters. Well, I don't matter. We're not even at the All-Star break yet. All right, so then, yeah, but you're more than halfway through the season. So then if that's the case, then you believe the Knicks are going to be a top-six team. I think the Knicks you should be a top-six team. I think okay. they're better than the Nets. So, and so do you think the, the Knicks catch the heat, too? Uh, I think there's a chance that so they you think, catch the heat. So you give the Knicks a real chance to be a... A top five seed. I it? think if the Knicks want to, I think if the Knicks want to have a real chance to win a first round playoff series, they have to try to get to that five seed. I agree. Couldn't couldn't that agree with you more. Where they're that's your line in the now. sand. Let, yeah. Let's but let's go all in and get that done. But here's the thing: there's a lot of negative. I think with the way Thibodeau just you know you can even say overuses his guys. But one of the positives is there's not going to be a game that he does not do everything within his power to win. He's not mailing any games. No. Never. No chance. Listen, and say what you want about Julius Randle. The guy is available every night. Every single night. Every single night. And you know on his bad nights, he's going to give you 20 and 10. Like, that's just, he's he's capable of but that's 20 why and 10 he's an every all-star. night. But that's why he's an all-star. And man. deservedly so. Right. And Jalen Brunson's playing at an all-star level. And now all of a sudden you introduce Josh Hart into the mix, who's going to be that kind of, I said this to you a, a thousand different times. But it's like we every coach that I've ever had that's a good coach will always talk about like the little things. And in the moment when you talk about the little things and you got the repetition and practice and everything else, and you're like, oh, God, this again. Why are we doing this again? And the coach always says, it's these little things that at the end of a game when you add up doing all these little things right and you look at the scoreboard, it's the reason why you win. They're championship things. That's the kind of player Josh Hart is. It's every night he's going to find a way to contribute. Last night it was at the 27 points. Right. He was great from three. That's not going to be like that every night. So it's the rebounding. It's the defense. So last night, you know, the, the amount of effort he puts in deflecting balls, causing steal. Like, he finds a way every night to be... He's a do-everything guy. A, but he's going, to, he's going to have a positive effect on the Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Whether it's with his rebounding or his scoring or his defense or just whatever it is, he's going to be the consummate teammate and give you all the intangibles. And he has, I mean, he has fully embraced this whole thing, too. Like, I think at one point, I was trying to read his lips, I think I'm, I think he said he screamed after he hit a three, I'm home. Like, this is where he's meant to be. He's not from here, though, is he? No, I think just he means like this is... This is his... This is his, the kind the of... destination that he wants right. to be at. I think he recognizes. I think a lot of players like like him recognize like the, his game translates perfectly to what Knicks fans want. Well, it's a it's a tough, you know, hard nosed. What do we always go back to? What's what's everyone's favorite era in Knicks basketball? Is well, the hard nosed nineties I mean, Knicks? Yeah, well, the late sixties, early seventies. But yes, you know, what I mean? like a, the, a recent the, the memory. The phone calls we take. The, the Oakley, the Mason, the Patrick Ewing, the Starks. The yes, absolutely. That that the Derek Harper. That that's the team they look back on. Very Guys, going to give you everything he has every yes. night on the court. That's all you want. That's all you want. If you get a team that goes out there and busts their you-know-what every single night and it produces 45 wins, they're going to love that team. They loved the team two years ago. Right. They well, loved that team two years ago. Again, listen, that's especially now when Knicks fans realize that it's it hasn't been easy. It's been impossible for us to get the star that everyone wants. It just hasn't happened. Kevin Durant didn't choose the Knicks. Kyrie Irving didn't want to play in the Knicks. We didn't trade for Donovan Mitchell. So at, at the very least... You want a, a team that is scrappy, a team that, like, this is a good team. they got talented pieces, but you want to make sure every time you, know, you watch this team, you know you're, you're going to get the effort that you're looking for. And that's, that, that's the one thing you can say about this team, man. They show, up, they show up every night and play hard. And they were good last night. They were real good last night. Second half, they, I mean, how Second many times have you watched the Knicks? Oh, by the way, Shane Steichen, is that how you say it? Steichen? Sign with the Colts. Yeah, it's Colts, done. that's, that's a, a done deal now. All right. 
Everyone figured that was going to be. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I guess what does that mean, Jeff? Saturday back to ESPN then. More importantly, though, was the Arizona job for you. I don't. It doesn't sound like it's going to go to Kafka though. Hopefully not. You better hope not. I do. Of course, I hope not. It would be great to have him one more season. With one one more season. If it's for him too, though, what do you don't don't take the Arizona job? Yeah. yeah. If he has another good season for with Daniel Jones and the Giants, don't you think that he can get a lot more attractive job? I think than I Arizona? said this. I think I said it a week ago. I think it was my take. No, that's that's fine. If you want to take RJ, you, was it not my take that Kafka should turn no, down the job? It's fine. I, I know what RJ's going to do. RJ's going to do. Of course, he's going to take you away. I'm, I'm almost positive I said ego. that. I know how it works. I it's actually fine. don't remember. Yeah. I said it. He doesn't want to upset you. You're very I fragile. said that if I was Mike Kafka, I would turn the job down. Okay, you already got what you needed. And if he has another year like that, he will get right. a more attractive job than Arizona. Like he's, I mean, it's clear he's good at the interviews. He's got all the way to as a finalist for one of these jobs. That's right. He comes back. They actually add talent around Daniel Jones. He has another good season, and he gets to pick whatever job he wants anywhere he wants. Right. He, he goes to the the top of the list now. You want to tie yourself to to Kyler Murray, an injured Kyler Murray, and the Bidwill ownership no. group? No, thank you. Um. Back to the Knicks. 1-800-919-3776. You're a fan of this team. I mean, this team is way better than they were two years ago. They were the four seed two years ago. It was a bizarre, perfect storm. This team is way better than that Well, I think part of what you talked about, though, was the beauty of of a Tibbs coach team, is that they show up every single night. Right. And and how many teams around the league would you look at, and they they just don't do that? I think a lot of teams don't do it. A lot of teams. Especially the upper echelon teams that don't have to. You think Miami shows up every single night? I think it's a, listen. I think it's it's another. I don't want to say benefit, but I guess you could call it a benefit of not having superstar players that need load management and have to take days off, or right. just decide that they don't want to play because they're trying to rest themselves. Right. Like your star players don't take Brunson and Randall don't take nights well, they, off. They can. Could you imagine if if we found out that tomorrow night against the Hawks that Julius Randall is not going to play because of load management? It would be ridiculous. But it wouldn't even be. It's not even a thought for him. But not only is it not a thought, it shouldn't be, and it wouldn't be, and Tibbs would never allow it, and the fan base would eat them alive if they came out with something like that. Well, no, I don't think so. Oh, yes, they would. No, 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 no. Oh, if you found out that Randall was taking the day off for load management, they would go nuts. In a different situation where this team had a legitimate chance to win a championship, no problem. None. Right, but that's not where where we are right now. We've got to scrap and claw for every single thing we get. Yeah, no, but I don't. I, I don't even think that's a thought for this team right now. And nor should it be a thought. But I think there's plenty of teams that it is a thought. Well, that's why you have a big advantage. Is every game you're going in to try to win it, and there's a lot of teams that they don't doesn't matter to them. I think your big advantage right now is that you have Jalen Brunson playing at the level he's playing at. Jalen Brunson is elite right now. He's awesome right now. He's elite right now. You want to hear a little bit uh, from Jalen Brunson? I think we he deserves it. I think so as well. Do you think uh, All-Star voters regret not voting you into the All-Star game? I don't know. Do you think they should be? They can think whatever they want to think. They're, they're entitled to their opinions. Now, Jalen Brown might not play, right? Oh, he got elbowed in the face by Taylor, who apparently is going to buy him a car now. Really? Yeah. Felt so bad. It's gonna you tell know, you what. Help pick out the mask or buy him a car. Well, who's gonna decide if you get the I mask? Think he or the is. Car? I think Tatum's going to, depending on how bad he feels. So if he feels a certain level of bad, he'll pick out the mask. If he feels a well, different no one even level brought, of, no, of bad, he'll pick no, out the car. I watched. I watched it, and no one brought up the car thing. He on his own brought the car thing up. They're like talking more about like you gonna help pick out the mask. He's like, oh, I feel so bad. I mean, I'm gonna I'd, pick out the car. Get him a car, maybe. Um. Raymond, would you allow Rick to elbow you right in the face if he were to purchase you a car after? Uh, anything's worth a try. Why not? But again, it's a broken face, though. You don't want to break your face. I've been there. It's but bad. like, but like a, a broken cheek. The nose, you got to fix wanna... it. 
That 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 requires surgery. Yeah, this is all well, metal. Not, not necessarily. Well, yeah, Rick's how got hard a, I'm Rick's hit him. got a plate in his face. Right, well, he plate. does. But yeah, the, but look at my. You know how pointy this elbow is. Yeah, so you hit him right in the cheek. Right in the cheekbone, orbital, gone. You, you cave it right in. Right in. This is not, I don't think it's worth the car, Raymond. Why you put me on the spot? Okay, like you're this, too though. handsome. You're not married yet. I wouldn't want to mess with your face. It's right. your money maker. Look at you. He's got That's a fair. He's got a beautiful, he's gorgeous, face. a beautiful, beautiful. This is what face. I don't understand. He's in great shape. Knows football. Works hard. Can cook. Excellent lover, I've been told. What, 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 what I was mean? told. Who, who tells you this? Where, where people are you whisper. This from? Where are you people getting whisper. this from? Well, am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. Again, where are you getting Very this from? Very sensual. Tantric, some would say. Really? Yeah. See, I didn't know any any of this side of you. And I knew you, you for longer than him. What do you think the half-bedroom is for? Oh, is that right? right? He's the total package. <sighs> I don't find it surprising. Not me either. Um, RJ, you ready? <laughs> As I'll ever be. Okay. Then uh, it's your time to shine, my friend. No. The sh you missed. Ah, yes, and away we go. So, you guys touched on earlier Nestor Cortez out of the World Baseball Classic. You might be wondering to yourself, who does that leave? Who's playing amongst the locals? This is not something you missed, just an informative piece. I know Brandon Nimmo is not. Brandon Nimmo is not. Uh, Let's go Yankees first. Kyle Higashioka is playing for Team USA. Gleyber Torres for Venezuela. And Jonathan Loizaga will be pitching for Nicaragua. Yeah, I wouldn't love that one if I was a Yankees fan. Loizaga? Mm-mm. Anyone that has injury yeah. concerns. They, the, said, they said no to Severino already. They Cortez said no to is Severino. now out. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Mark Vientos also. His name is spelt like lasagna. <laughs> also pitching for Team Nicaragua. Francisco Lindor, Edwin Diaz with Puerto Rico. And Pete Alonso, Adam Arvino, and Jeff McNeil also playing for the U.S. Uh, elsewhere around the baseball world, I, I touched on it last week in this space. Hope you enjoy the regular season extra inning rule with a runner on second base beginning in the 10th inning. It's and official every, now, isn't it? And every subsequent inning because, yep, it's sticking around. I, I actually think a lot of people within the game, it seems, like this. All the players like it, apparently. Well, yeah, they don't want to go 16 innings, of no. course. No, I would like to, I would like some hybrid of it. Well, what could you give do? Give me like, give me like an inning or two. Yeah, of I, I agree. How about the tenth and eleventh? You play regular baseball, right. starting in the twelfth. You go with the California rule. I wouldn't mind that. Fair enough. Plus, with a team like you know our Mets team that we hope makes a long run, we don't need guys getting worn down in 16, 17 inning games. For, for the record, also postseason, back to the of traditional course. way. Yes. Well, I'm just telling people if they don't know. It's gone the way of the NHL, where overtime in the regular season, overtime in exactly the playoffs that. are. Yep. Great analogy, RJ. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Andy Reid said that Eric Bieniemy entertaining the idea of leaving to, quote, run the show elsewhere. I'm guessing that means call the plays and have full autonomy of the offense. He's been in Kansas City for 10 years. It seems like it's a real possibility this time he leaves on his own accord. His contract is up. Uh, Andy Reid also joined NBC to talk about the Kadarius Tony touchdown in the Super Bowl. I'm going to give you a name for it. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. called Corn Dog. So it's called what? Corn Dog. It's not called Corn Dog. Oh, yeah. Is it right. called Corn Dog? There's nothing better than a good corn dog with some mustard and, and uh, ketchup. But he doesn't step into the huddle and say Corn Dog. Oh, no. He says Corn Dog. He does? Who is that interviewing? It's the Corn Dog. I'm not sure. You should know these oh. things. It's, oh, it's, it's, I've been told it's Peter King from Raymond. See, Raymond. Scooter King? Peter, Peter King! Oh. Oh, Scooter. Where'd you get Scooter you from? That's what I thought he said. Are you okay? I'm fine. I don't think you are. 
He's got half an egg bite stuck in his neck. No, I don't. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's not good. Well, this is Gooder King. Okay, never mind. Just swallow them whole. Just did you it. watch the uh, Did you watch the breakdown of those? How that play, why that play worked so perfectly? They planned it all regular season. Well, not only that, but the way they set it up is they they actually saw. So they showed a couple they different plays fall. where they, yeah, where they they put the the receiver in motion, thinking that was going to be like a jet sweep kind of thing, right? Well, yeah. Well, they saw how they reacted to it. So the one that they would replace, so the corner would drop down, and the safety would try to leverage, right. And they knew they would overreact to it. Right. So. And then you just boop, back the other way. I wonder what it's like to root for a team where you it, consistently have the coaching it'll be advantage. Fine. Mike dog. McCarthy's going to be great. By the way, mustard and ketchup? A lot of people go mustard and ketchup on a corn dog. Really? Yeah. Well, I don't I, like the corn dog. I don't know if they've ever really had a corn dog. Never? Well, is that a, is a fried. Yeah, it's corn It's corn muffin batter. You dip a hot dog in corn muffin batter and you fry it. Yeah, I don't think that's no? for me. No. Mm-hmm. I, just give me so a I'm traditional. Like salty, sweet. A, just a traditional, regular just hot dog. a hot wiener right in the face. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. All right. Uh, by the way, Super Bowl third most viewed ever, 113 million across oh, forget, all. Forget, forget it. Across all. Actually, I, more I during was, the halftime. By the way, I was going to see that. I was going to do that in the next segment, but just yeah, of you course. take it over. He's a like. hack. Well, He's got you, nothing left to talk about. You can elaborate on it. No, yeah, elaborate. It's done yeah, now. Do more. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, Aaron Jones <laughs> told Jim Rome. He said, uh, for some reason, quote, I feel like he'll be back. He being Aaron Rodgers. Is Aaron Jones going to be back? He's a good running back, That's Aaron Jones. Yeah, I know he's going to be a good running back, but I mean, I think I checked his contract before. Keep going, RJ. Uh, Jones said he, being Rogers, had fun this year as the season started getting later. We started clicking and gelling. They they got hammered at home in the last game of the season by the Lions. Hmm. Well, uh, Jones did say if Rogers does leave, he said Jordan Love is definitely ready. So Aaron Jones, twenty million dollar cap hit, well, dead cap nine and a half. Oof. How do teams get themselves in these situations? Yeah, not great. With the $20 million cap hit? <laughs> yeah. For a running back? Uh, did you see what Micah Parsons tweeted? He's crazy. <laughs> uh, Calais Campbell tweeted, I really want to play in Super Bowl 58 next year's Super Bowl. Micah Parsons <whistles> replied, better put a star on your helmet, big bro. Insinuating Cowboys Super Bowl. Um, I would play. Uh, uh, Santi, can I tell you why the Cowboys don't win anything? Sure, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> They're too coddled. Yeah, we've we've had this discussion. Way too coddled. I was watching some like inside whatever show it was, and they showed the Cowboys, mm-hmm. and then like walking off the field. They have people waiting off the practice field to take all their stuff from them. Well, oh, they're really? like, oh, they're... I'm gonna grab your like, give me. I'll have your shoulder pads and give me your. I I agree with you. It's that like staying at a five star resort. I agree with you that they're coddled, but that's because you know the players have a direct line to the owner. But you know, to that point, I feel like I they they can't be the only team that does that. I do. I have never seen an equipment. Dude, but, I have not but, seen but, a team but, get treated like that. But I totally agree with you. They're That's totally different coddled. level. Man. By the way, the great Micah Parsons, great, right? You know how many uh, Defensive Player of the Year votes he got? I'm sure he'll tell us. Zero. Yeah. Not one. But he's he's Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> this is oh, a trajectory, he's, you animal. <laughs> tell him, Arge, give him the stats, Santi. <laughs> give him the stats, Santi. I mean, there's only two guys who've been all pro their first two years in the in the uh, league. Yeah. Defensively. You, you know, you know, Lawrence Taylor was uh, MVP of the league. Not, not, not defensive. Yeah, but 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 nobody, not, not no defensive. defensive player, no defensive player will ever be MVP again. I don't care how good he is, he'll never be. Uh, they'll yeah, never be a defensive why? player. And, and why is that? Because it's a quarterback award. Be, now. Because Lawrence Taylor broke the mold. That's why. And uh, Sauce Gardner's right there to do it in back-to-back years. That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. Who would you rather have, Sauce Gardner or Micah Parsons? Sauce Gardner will probably be effective for longer. 
See, that's Raymond saying it. Yeah, I know wow. it is. He loves. He loves Michael. That's being. It's being realistic. He, he's honest about it. You guys want to? No. That might be the actual answer. You want to hear from Kyrie Irving? Uh, they lost. They being the he had Mavs. a huge fourth quarter. Though. Yeah. He did. But they still lost. They they they, they didn't get a shot up. A no. furious comeback. Uh, they lost one twenty four one twenty one to the T Wolves. Um, that was Kyrie's home debut. He scored what twenty six in the fourth quarter of his thirty six, which was a team high, but not good enough. However, that's not what we're talking about here. In the pregame, Kyrie had some words for the assembled media. I would love to just have a respect of you guys and everybody the rest of the season of just continuously asking me that because it just puts unwarranted distractions on us and our team. And I've dealt with it before, and it's very emotionally draining to ask questions like, what's the long term? What's the long term? What is it? Um, but I, I will say that from the start of when I came here, there's been nothing but a warm embrace, nothing but genuine love, and nothing but a familiarity of relationships that I could really look to uh, in times of, of questioning or confusion. Um, you know, I could always go with these guys or the ladies in our front office or, or people that have really made themselves available since I landed in Dallas. Uh, so there's just a positive note there um, and just taking it one day at a time. You know, that's all I could do in this life and uh, what the future holds is really only going to be dictated on what I do right now and how I prepare for those next steps and that's being the best teammate I can in that locker room, being a great leader out here in, within the Dallas community, within the NBA um, and just continue to be myself and develop. So, just putting that to bed and just focus on what we have ahead as, as a team. Nice way of saying, don't ask me about my future. Can, can I ask you a question? I, I, I immediately regret having you play that. What, what does a familiarity of, of friendships and teammates, what, what does that mean? Just word salad. It's, that's what it is. He's just saying words and trying to make Everyone himself treats sound him with really so much smart. more respect in Dallas. I feel bad because I felt like the longer I played it, the more angry people probably got. Oh. But. Oh, it mission accomplished. It needed to be played, though. Thank you, RJ. You're welcome. By the way, Mo on Twitter, it was actually uh, Rick who said the Giants, oh, she should stay with the Giants. Thank you, Mo. There you go, Mo. Yes. Yeah, Pat yourself on the back there. He's, he's a plant is what he is. <laughs> uh, Steph Curry said there's still <laughs> no target mole. return date. It's not date. Mo. Mo is short for mole. <laughs> uh, Steph Curry mole doesn't, doesn't know when he'll be back. He's been out since February 4th. Who's, and this? Who's this, Steph Curry? Steph Curry. February 4th, Lawrence Taylor's birthday, by the way. Why do you know that? Because February he's 4th, a ni- creep. February 4th, 1959. Do you send him a gift? Williamsburg, Virginia. This is why. And, and, if, and if I did, and if I did. He's definitely dug through Lawrence Taylor's garbage. It's definitely happened. For this, I mean, I'm going to get you a Lawrence Taylor game-worn jockstrap for your birthday. He would wear it. This is not face. an act. You, you saw what he did. He'd wear, 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 <laughs> wear it on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would want to. He think. would. He thought about it. You saw what happened when the this Bullies of Baltimore doc that was Stop coming up. Stop it. That wasn't for air. <laughs> no, come on. You saw what I, happened. You know what? I said it as casually as I could. You did. And, and I wasn't you, looking for attention. Times, I was like, can it, you just do me this how favor? Many, how many times have things been said off air that have that have been pulled it, back? You know what? You? I feel, RJ, I honestly feel like you're going into a no, territory that you shouldn't have gone into. It was meant as a compliment. That's how dedicated you are. You didn't even want to see the Giants lose in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but I didn't want you to bring that up on air. I think people find it endearing. It saved your life. That's a how did, save, how did it save my life? Sherry. You'd have been married to... Right, some strippers. Cinnamon from... <laughs> <laughs> Like how he doesn't deny it, just laughs. I'm just here for the comedy. Uh, and finally, Alabama number one in the world of men's college hoops for the first time in 20 years. Don't talk years. men's college basketball. Or Rick will be turned off by it. He does. It. Houston's yeah. two. Purdue drops to number three, and that is all for Sim. That's it. Well, no, don't talk. Well, we're, well, the show. Well, the show is happening. Yeah, and we're having a conversation. You can't have a side conversation. Why not? 
Why can't I? What do you mean, why can't you? Why can't I talk to you and also talk to RJ? It's to not fair. For, for who? <laughs> for me. <laughs> why, for who? Why can't I? This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. I have some Super Bowl numbers. Would you like to hear some Super Bowl numbers? Like the one RJ just gave us? Yeah, well, he gave you, like, just a taste. I have more the, in depth. Uh, the, the full meal. Yeah, I have the full meal, yeah. if, if you'd like. Give um, me. So this was the third most watched television show in history. Uh, third most watched Super Bowl as well. Then estimated 113 million people watching. It's a lot of people. Do you care to guess the two most watched Super Bowls in history? No. What do we know? I don't care to guess. Well, then... I prefer you tell me. Just So you just want me to tell you? Yeah. Um, how about if I were to tell you it was within the last decade? Would that help you? Even, no. Even, no, still no, nothing. No interest. Really? <laughs> I mean, I, I have this whole presentation to make, and you don't want to hear any of it. I think that's nasty to me. <laughs> let, let RJ guess. RJ, because he's lazy and mentally um, bereft <laughs> at the moment, do you care to get... No, I'm not going to ask if you'd care to. Why don't you guess... At the two games that were watched more than this past Super Bowl. Mm. And I'll tell you, they're within the last decade. Are now they, he's looking it up. Look, no, he, I, no, you I'm hear not, him furiously typing? It's not me. I know, it's him. Oh. Are they, can I ask you one question? Yeah, of course. Are they also Super Bowls? <laughs> <laughs> they are. I'm making sure. Are you okay yes. back there? This is, okay. yeah, yes. When I said this is the most, th- the third most watched Super Bowl, that oh. implies that the other two Sorry. also. I was having another conversation. Also, so I, miss, I missed the first part of your also question. Super Bowls. I missed the first part of your question. Okay, I'll go Giants New England. Um. Now here's why you should be laughed at. What did What did I say? Last decade, right? Yeah. Giants New England last decade. My mine was better than his. <laughs> his wasn't as bad as his. Also incorrect. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Patriots Rams. No. That game stunk. Well, yeah, but I mean, I would say, how about these, these other two games, great games. Pa- oh, Tampa Chiefs. No. Patriots really? Tampa and the Chiefs was awful. No, it was pa- a good pa- Patriots, Eagles point point game. Patriots Eagles is my guess. That has to be one of them. No. Really? really? I mean, there's, there's been there's been 
10 games in the last 10 years, you guys have guessed four times, and you're wrong <laughs> every single time. So we're honing in then. <laughs> yes. Why don't you just tell us what the game is? No, no, I, no got it. I got it. I got go, it. Go ahead. New England, Atlanta. That's correct. <laughs> yes. New England, Atlanta is the second most watched Super Bowl ever. And number one is? Silence. I mean, it's, ama- it's amazing. Yeah, you should just tell us at this point. All right, it's it's embarrassing. Okay. Is what it is. New England, Seattle. There you go. Yes. At least somebody, thank God, at least somebody played. I was giving them a chance really? to jump in. 114 and a half million people watched New England and Seattle. It was a good game. It was a great game. Great game. A great game. Still don't understand the decision, but great game. Um, by the way, so this game was about 113 million. Do you know how many people watched Rihanna's? 118 million. 118 million people. Further proof that you are an idiot. No. Further proof that my point is 100% accurate. That, that this is not just a football game. This is now a spectacle is what this is. No, no. It's it's like a it's wedding. It's a spectacle. It's a wedding. And you can't look away. It's a train wreck. No, it's you know not what? a train I have wreck. To, I it's have Rihanna. To watch, I have to watch a woman it's go after her, her area and, yeah. then, and then ingest yeah. it. I mean, what, what is that? As if you would. What? Polite way to put it, but yeah. It was completely unnecessary. Stop it. Apparently, the FCC lines were ringing yeah, off the hook. Of course, because you had to go take a shower. Conveniently. <laughs> conveniently. Yeah. You conveniently no, took no. a shower. You, you know, I, I wasn't interested. Yeah. I, I wasn't. I'm sorry. I wasn't it's, interested. It's craziness. Why is it craziness? I, I looked at that as an opportunity to get things done. I had half an hour. Walked the dogs. Took a shower. Big bowl of ice cream. I mean, that's three things yeah, but I you got You could have watched Rihanna and had a big bowl of ice cream. You didn't go take I, a shower. I, I could have. What'd you need a shower for? Because I hadn't showered for all day, and I wanted to get a shower in before the day was over. We, we couldn't have done that before kickoff. I, I did. I, I, didn't, I, I hadn't. It felt like forever for that thing to kick off. It was. It was interminable. Right. It took forever for that game. Jump to Jump in kick the shower. Off. Had I realized that the, the the anthem and the other anthem and the coin toss <laughs> and all it was going to take like thirty minutes, I could have taken multiple showers. I think you missed out. RJ, did you like the halftime show? Of course he's going to say he did, because RJ will agree with you. You could say anything, and RJ's just going to be like, oh, yeah, Rick, you're right. What I a think, great point. See, I think you're his puppet. How dare you? No, yeah, it's I mean, true. All he, all he does is chastise me every day. So, how many people roughly live in this country? 300 million? Yeah, Dave. About 300 million. And 118 million estimated watch the halftime show. Which means that I was in the majority by not watching the halftime show. That means you were, but when you condense it down to what we do, a sports talk radio station, you're actually, you're actually, in a way, insubordinate. You need to watch the it, Super it, Bowl. It, why? What? I watched the Super Bowl. But it's best, part of the Super Bowl. The best no. way to put it, you're Stop. insubordinate. Stop it. I'm like insubordinate. Well, it's like going to a wedding and not going to the reception afterwards. No. What, what do you mean, no? No. You're there to see them get married, and you get to go the, to the reception. It's and like eat. I didn't watch them cut the cake. Your disrespect you, you stands right out. Cut the cake. It's very noticeable. What did I, what did I miss? She's she, Rihanna. You oh, missed oh, Rihanna. That's fine. She she rubbed her crotch. Oh, she's got great song. She played all her hits. Uh, look, and I and I like her music. One dancer almost fell off the floating stage. I heard that somebody yeah. almost got really hurt. Yeah, she's pregnant apparently. Right, congratulations. Looked like Super Smash Brothers. You couldn't do that, pregnant. Come on, while I'm over here, I, I couldn't. I couldn't do anything, pregnant. I can't do anything anyway. I'm not comparing myself to Rihanna. I'm just saying I had very little if any. No interest. respect for us either. What, the one thing you said, I don't want to break down the commercials. No talk of the commercials. Really said nothing. The commercial. I watched the commercials. They stunk. Yeah, but we said nothing. Okay. Well, you can bring it up if you'd no, like. Well, just, well, what commercial did you? I mean, the the um, I the Caddyshack the, commercial was bad. absolutely horrendous. Bad. It was an embarrassment. The, the Serena Al Pacino was bad. Oh, it was, it was fight, really fight, bad. Fight for those inches. It was, it was not good. Awful. 
So the Affleck J Lo Dawkins commercial was kind of funny. Did you? Kinda, uh, did you really? Kinda. It was not great. It was all right. I thought the Sarah McLaughlin commercial was cute. Okay. I, I like the Breaking Bad commercial. It was all right. The com- come on. T-Mobile Travolta commercial wasn't bad. When that he was, was pretty good. You, that I got to tell you, you know Travolta's almost 70? Yeah. He looks terrific. He got the hair's gone now. Yeah, but he owns it. That's I know. Fine. But, well, he, for a while, he heard he had a beautiful wig room. Like, you know, like temperature, really? temperature controlled whole thing. You know, he flies himself. Yeah, I know. He has a house on a, a, his property has a runway on it. Yeah, there's like this community where they have planes parked in his driveway. You ever see that? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like he's got like a, would, would you would you get into a plane and let John Travolta fly you around? Just fly you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just the just fly strictly fly you. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at dr on ESPN. Are you going to um, serenade your wife tonight? Uh, I didn't plan on it. Maybe you I'm should. not a great singer. Oh, I find that hard. I find that hard to believe. You should hear her sing. Cass is good. Oh, no. She's bad. Awful. Really? Awful. And she would admit this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's she's worse worse than us. Awful. (laughs) Awful. Find that very hard to believe. No, I'm telling you right now. Awful. Very hard to believe. Bad. All right. So I have right in front of me three sound bites about Aaron Rodgers. I have Jeremy Fell. I'm going to read you the slugs. That's the descriptors on on the, the small bite. animals right. they used to kill, salt. Yeah, yeah. They, they shrivel up and they don't they don't yeah. last long. All right, so Jeremy Fowler says Jets are all in on Rodgers. Mina Kimes, Jets need Rodgers to make a decision quickly. And Steve Young, where will Rodgers end up? Which one tickles your fancy? Oh, tickle, tickle, tickle the fancy. <sighs> don't we owe it to Mina since you've kind of. Launched her career. Launched her career. All right. Here's Mina Kimes, ESPN, saying Jets need Rodgers to make a decision very quickly. If they can't get Rodgers because maybe he doesn't want to go there, maybe he wants to go back, maybe he's going to retire, they need to move quickly because mm-hmm. then they're going to want, say, Derek Carr. So timing becomes everything. They need Rodgers to make a decision fast so that they don't miss out on a second option in free agency. Now, she mentions Derek Carr. I don't I don't think that's going to be the one that they land. I, I think Garoppolo, to me, would be the second most attractive piece. I, I'm excluding Lamar Jackson from this conversation for obvious reasons. Well, here's the thing, though. I mean, it's going to come down to, for all three of these guys, Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo, and, and Derek Carr, I mean, is you know, do the Jets give them everything that they're looking for as free agents? Like, at a certain point, if you're Derek Carr, you got to understand, like, what what is involved in being the quarterback for the Jets? Playing well, winning, awesome. And, and, and do the Jets want him? Right, well, yeah, but I'm sure, listen, I, I mean... You have to. I mean, you have to think they're going to be involved in all three of these guys. I mean, heavily involved in Aaron, but knowing that, like, you have no idea what Aaron's going to decide to do. He comes out of this darkness retreat and decides he wants to he's know, retire. A, he's such a wild card, right? So that's so you have to make sure that you're. All right, so so Carr is going to be released involved. today. Yeah, that, that's going to happen. They can't have him on the roster tomorrow, so he's going to be released today. And then he can sign at any point. What happens if he signs somewhere before Aaron Rodgers comes out and says, "You know what? Either I'm staying in Green Bay, or you know what? I've decided I'm I'm done." Now, now what? Now I think you pivot to Jimmy Garoppolo. Now what happens if the Raiders say pour a boatload of money at Jimmy Garoppolo? That's the thing. Now what happens? Now right. you're looking at Ryan Tannehill. Now you're in a very unenviable, unenviable spot. So I think there's a lot of moving pieces here, and if I was a Jets fan, I would I'd be excited and nervous, all wrapped up into one here. Yeah, I mean, what you want is certainty, and there's no certainty in any of this because you have no. I mean, you really have no idea what Aaron Rodgers wants. That's don't the you, thing. Don't you think you must know something? You'd think, but I don't. 
I don't know that. I mean, does he even know? That's the thing. Does he even know? I mean, maybe he's maybe he's insinuated that no, he'd be interested in the Jets if he does decide he wants to come back and play. Yeah, I, I figure he must have dropped some hit along the way, hint along the way for someone to have well, an idea. You, I mean, that's what you thought in Denver too, right? Yeah, he's a he's a very complicated guy, a very complicated guy. I mean, he's in a unique position right now, where he has the ability. I mean, to kind of just ride off on right off into the sunset, or if he's happy doing that. Or have a bunch of teams that are probably going to be interested in, in acquiring him. Well, you know that there will be. You want to hear uh, Jeremy Fowler about the Jets and they're all in this with Aaron yeah. Rodgers? Here, here's Fowler, courtesy of Darian Mill. I'm walking away from Phoenix this week feeling pretty convinced that the Jets are going to aggressively pursue him. I don't know where it's going to go from there, but there was that feeling at the Senior Bowl. There was a lot of buzz around the Jets wanting to do that, and that hasn't really subsided here in Phoenix, you know? And then owner Woody Johnson comes out and says what he said. So, like, give you an example. I don't get the sense the Jets are, are going hard for Derek Carr right now. You know, I think it's probably Rodgers A, Carr B, the rest of the field C, as far as adding a veteran, you know? So, but well, it's really, good. there hasn't, well, nothing has finish. happened yet because the Packers are waiting on Aaron Rodgers, so he's got to go through his, his darkness cleanse, is that what it is? And then he'll be <laughs> come back next week and I, I assume resume talks to the Packers and, and, and kind of uh, map out what he wants to do and whether he's actually playing. That's the key. I find it interesting that he thinks that Carr is B for the well, uh, but that's Jets. But again, he told us nothing. Essentially told us nothing. He, well, for some no, reason, he, said, he, said, he wants to mock the darkness retreat. He, he said, well, a lot of people are mocking well, the darkness retreat. So what happens retreat? if Aaron Rodgers comes back never been happier in his life? Alright, so then maybe he winds up on the Jets. And you're, and you're miserable. But because you think it's it's kooky, you wouldn't do it. Well, whatever. I think it's not for a lot of people. I think most people hear about a darkness retreat, and they're not interested. Yeah, but they don't know. That. Though. Well, but they don't know. All right, so why mock it? Listen, do you it. try it? I think it's great. Do I'll it. I'll do it. Yeah, stop. You're not going to do it. I'll darkness. do it. If you do it. I'm not doing a darkness. Okay, retreat. here's what bothers me though about that is yes, of course. Like they, I mean, they hired Nathaniel Hackett. Your owner said what he said. They want the best veteran quarterback available. He's the best a, veteran the, quarterback right. available. It's so not even up they, for debate. They're going to go after him aggressively. But if if they're not going after Derek Carr and he's their B, you better start. Because there's no guarantee you're going to get Aaron Rodgers. So let's not turn it. Like if, if it's Aaron Rodgers and then Derek Carr and then everyone else, right. you better at least flirt with Derek Carr a little bit. I don't think they're going to. I, I mean, then maybe, that's not their plan B wrong? then. But then that's not their plan B then. It can't be. Well, maybe they don't have a plan B. Maybe Mike White is their plan B. Maybe Ryan Tannehill is their plan oh. B. No. Don't say that. I, I don't well, know. Mike White doesn't fit the bill for what they're looking for, for what they're talking about. Okay. Aaron Rodgers fits the bill. Right. Here's, here's the problem. They have ties to – maybe Lamar Jackson is their B. You hear a lot of rumblings that they're going to they're gonna franchise him and then trade Lamar Jackson. So what happens if well, that, that would be a nice plan That B. would be a great but, plan B. Okay. Here's the thing. I'm only reacting to what he just said. He said they're aggressively going after Aaron Rodgers. Right. But their plan B is – Derek Carr. And then everyone else. So right. if that's the case, you have no idea what Aaron's doing. Don't just now – Put Derek Carr but on what, the back but burner. What, but what do you? Okay, what do you do now? Show if, some if, interest. If Derek Carr wants to sign this week, and you're not going to have an answer from Aaron Rodgers, gauge interest. You, you got to at least find out. Hey, listen, this is what. So we're what doing. are you going to tell Derek Carr? Listen, we really want you. If we don't get Aaron Rodgers, you could. I guess I, or gauge his interest. Like, are you, are you even interested in New York? But is it, the guy doesn't succeed in cold weather. Is this really what you want to well, do? No, but he's. I mean, he's, there's a bunch of different reasons. Has he's only played one playoff game. I mean, he had a hard time dealing with Josh McDaniels and how hard he was on him. Right. And this is New York. Day, right. Is, put your big boy pants on. To me, the answer is Garoppolo. If I don't get Rodgers, I want Garoppolo. Right. I'm just telling you what Je- – I mean, I'm, just, I I'm reacting off to what he just said. I understand. And one more Steve Young on the K-Show yesterday. Where will Rodgers wind up? Uh, it's 50-50 where the retires. So then once the other 50 is I'm going to play, I think to look at the tax codes of where he's going, I would think about that. I would think about the connection to coaching, which they have. 
So I'm going to say that's in the mix. Well, the, the tax code is awful in Jersey, so that's not a positive. I know. So I'll tell you what, the tax code in Las Vegas is spectacular. So he thinks it's 50-50 he retires. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, let's just, I, listen, we don't know if he's going to retire or not. But as far as him coming back, you look at the teams that could be competitive to get him. And, I mean, could be Vegas. Sounds like Vegas is interested in Garoppolo, too. Jets could be Tennessee. Like, Tennessee offers some of the same stuff that Vegas offers. And they're well coached. Good established it's head coach. A pretty good team. Bad division. Don't have a lot of weapons, though. Yeah, bad division. They can, I mean, they're sure they game. Great run game. Good defense. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how this thing plays out. I, I don't want interesting. I just want no, him as a jet. Sorry. Uh, Raymond, your time. Today's Three Stars. Number three. You know what I love about this program and the people who love this program? Yeah. Is that they're always finding new ways to praise it. New and creative ways. Such as? DiPietro Rothenberg, the antidote to constipation. And listen, we discussed that. <laughs> constipation, Rick brought it up. It's a, it's a big problem for some people, we especially post-operation. We are the verbal laxative. The yep, verbal for laxative. Yeah. And listen, I, I will take every compliment we can get. So thank you. Thank you for the compliment. Number two. You know we had to do it. The big clubs have <laughs> stars all look to depart. How will Barca recover PSG stole Yes, I want to play the whole thing. Oh, it's so good. Ooh, City got them and sort of they landed Grealish, not Kane. Really miss you, Andrew. Uh, how you let him get away? It may, it may uh, come I, to you after singing like that. You offer him whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. And on Valentine's Day to hear that, what a treat. You can't let him out the door. And that is it. Valentine's Day, star number one. And remember, it's to celebrate romantic love, friendship, and admiration. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Enjoy your day. you have a special message for Cass? Uh, no, she's my best friend. I love her to death, and I can't wait to spend the rest of the day with her. Come oh, on, that's, that's lovely. And, and Sherry and I can have a wonderful day. Right. And she's my, my she's one, watch and, you take my a nap. one and only. I don't think she'll watch. She'll work while I nap. <laughs> All right, it's Rule 76. No excuses, plug a champ. It is DPH or Rothenberg. Chill, it hurts. <laughs> 9870 ESPN. Oh, and here it is. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the DPH Rowan Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.